Welcome to the Strand's number one podcast about everything sports. Featuring King's College London's finest park student, rapper, and podcast host. The Ball Till We Die podcast with Hugo Man. Man, she dumb. She don't think. Making decisions just for us and sadly she don't blink. She thinks she sways. She thinks she done things right. She just made this thing complicated. She could take all day and all night. What is happening, family? Welcome to the Ball Till We Die podcast with your host, Hugo Man. This podcast is going to be a lot of fun, man. And, you know, it's just going to be a lot of good vibes because we're going to talk about sports. And who doesn't love sports, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, before we go on to the whole gist of, you know, the podcast and everything, I'm going to do a little bit of an introduction, bro. Um, so, a little bit about myself, man. My name is Hugo, bro. But, you know, y'all can call me Hugo Man. Um, I'm a third-year um, student in King's College London taking digital culture. Um, and other than that, man, I'm just a humongous sports fan. And when I'm talking humongous, I mean, like, that's my life, bro. When I wake up in the morning, that's what I watch. You know, when I'm on the toilet sitting in the morning, that's what I be watching, bro. Everything on TikTok, um, X, Twitter, you know, um, Instagram, it's all about sports, bro. So I'm just a big sports fan, bro. Um, whether or not I'm actually good at playing those sports is a whole other question um, because, you know, man's not the best, but... You know, we try to make do with what we can. Um, if you're not really good at playing it, then, you know, you got to do something else. You know, so I'm a big fan of the, of, of the sports in general. Um, and, yeah, so um, this podcast, basically, is going to talk about, you know, this, uh, the fun sports. No offense to any other ones, right? You know what I'm saying? Because if you like, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a focus on, like, certain sports, like football, you know, um, American and international football or basketball. You know, these sort of sports, you know, they're high adrenaline. They get everybody going. So this is the type of sports um, that I'm going to be focusing on um, within uh, the show. I'm going to get a few interviews throughout the year, you know, with some big guys and, you know, big names from the in and around KCL, maybe even more than that. Who knows? But if you don't got no interviews, then you're going to be stuck with me yapping for a whole hour about sports, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, the sport guy, this show, this show gonna have two segments, bro. Tap and merchant, where I talk about news and stuff like that, and um, I'm gonna go. Uh, and also, I have I have another one called the Doghouse, where we give debates on fun topics um, that are related to sports or just related to like um, you know um, pop culture and stuff like that in general. So yeah, um, and right now, as you can see, I'm repping uh, Fresno State jersey, man. Shout out um, Fresno State, not jersey, sorry, hoodie, man. Shout out Paul George, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll be I'll be honest with you, man. I got a big thing for like um, players that come from small universities, bro. Um, like we get we got the Paul George is coming from you know Fresno State. My dad was an alumni, that's why I'm rocking this, man. I'm not from here, bro. I'm, I'm from King's College, man. Um, but you know if you're if if you're a Bulldogs fan, shout out. Um, Paul George came from there, balled out. Kawhi Leonard, I think he went San Diego State. Um, you know, um, Dame Lillard, we- Weber State, you know, these guys, you know, they, co- they come from um, colleges that might not get all the love, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's, it's cool for them to make it to the NBA, get a high draft position and like ball out in the league. So honestly, you know, um, all credit to them, bro. And I'm always a big fan. So I'm always repping this type of stuff. Even if my dad is an alumni from, you know, wherever, man, it's always, I, I got to give my love to the small, um, to the small, um, whatchamacallit, colleges, bro. And um, on, on that note, on the note of Paul George, man, I think he's one hell of a podcaster. You know, I'm trying to sort of emulate his vibe in a way. Obviously, it won't be as good because that guy's got A-listers all over the place, bro. And he's got a whole crew where I'm on my own, bro, just yapping for an hour, man. I don't know, man. If, uh, 
if God blesses, man, this this is this could be something that, that you know that 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 that, that does well. So um, we'll see, man. But honestly, other than that, man, um, I'm, I'm I'm gonna stop talking for all this introduction stuff, bro. Um, I'm and we're just gonna go straight into the podcast. All right. This is Tappin Merchant, your number one source for updated sports-related news from the past week. So. The first thing that I kind of want to talk about is the whole um, thing with international football going on right now. Um, so basically, um, there's no any leagues really right now going playing because obviously it's the international break. And um, because we're in England right now, i got to give a shout out to England, man, 1-0. Jack Grealish gave a nice little pass to Ollie Watkins at the end, of, uh, on the end, and you know um, that was a re- that, w- that was a really good goal, one nil, solid win. You know we give it to we give it to England, bro. They're gonna play Italy soon, so we finna see what's gonna happen, bro. But honestly, um, you know the top comment I saw, I was looking at four three three, just like one of the biggest like um, uh, footballing Instagram pages in the world. They were like, bro, do, do, they don't even know who Ollie Watkins is, and I was like, what the hell? Y'all don't even know Ollie Watkins, man. If you guys play FPL, which is like a fantasy Premier League, Ollie Watkins is a must-have guy, bro, bro. That guy is amazing. He passes the ball really well. He shoots the ball really well. It almost seems effortless. And I don't know what's going on with Aston Villa this year. They're playing really well um, under Unai Emery. Uh, and, you know, it's just that this guy is sort of like the main piece of their team, you know. Um, a lot of people talk about Musa Diaby, right? Because Musa Diaby got a lot of love um, for um, dropping, you know, Saudi money, and they they even have this whole chant over there in Aston Villa, bro, about how you know Musa Diaby dropped um, a Saudi money. But Ollie Watkins, bro, he's he's a baller, man. You know, he can pass, he can shoot, and you know it shows again in in in, in England, bro. If you don't know who Ollie Watkins is, bro, you gotta search him up, man. He is an absolute baller, bro, and. Um, what he did for England yesterday, I think this speaks volumes on how good this guy really is. I know it was a little tap-in, you know, I'm saying. It's not all that crazy, bro, but, you know, he's a, he's a hard-working fella. Uh, and, you know, FPL, you know, if you play FPL, which is like Fantasy Premier League, you know, you, you'll know who um, this guy is. But on that note, actually, uh, because international break, this is actually the time where fantasy managers hate the most. And that's primarily because, you know, in the international break, anything can happen, bro. Your players can get injured, and it's usually the worst time um, because you know a lot of people get injured during uh, these international breaks, right? Um, and in fantasy Premier League and FPL, you know you're given a chance to sort of wild card, which is like change all your players out for new ones. And honestly, the best time to do it was probably next week. Um, I'm on the low, I'm on the dumb side of that because I got my wild card. I did it uh, la- uh, last week, uh, game week eight. So God knows, man. Maybe half my team could be injured, bro, because half my team's out on international break, man. And that, and and if that happens, I'm done for, you know. So, it's 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 honestly the worst possible time, bro. And I should have I should have just waited, maybe been more patient. But um, yeah, I mean, I, this this season I'm not doing too well. I, I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm not doing too well this season. You know, I'm not doing the best. Um, but you know what? We 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 move, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and Ollie Watkins is definitely one of those guys that is in my team that you know I I might keep for a long ass time, bro. They got good fixtures, Aston Villa. I'm just praying that bro doesn't get injured. You know, I hope bro keeps on scoring, man. All love for Ollie Watkins and Aston Villa, bro. Um, 
also in this podcast i won't be sharing my affiliations like who i support and stuff like that because i feel like that backfires a lot on people um but i guess you'll see you know what i'm saying as, as this podcast goes on you're gonna see a little bit about who and what kind of team i support um and other than that you know we've been a, we'll, we'll I, guess, i guess we'll see that's a little bit of a secret you know what i'm saying All right, in other news, um, Colorado, man, if you watch college football um, right now, that's the big story going on right now with, with, um, with, uh, with sports, I guess. I mean, outside of you know, international football, we're talking about American football. Colorado, in halftime, were leading 29-0. They were leading 29-0. No points scored against them in halftime, bro. And the craziest thing was that in after in the final, the score was 46 and 43. So somehow, Stanford managed to score 46 points and a half, which culminated in the biggest comeback in at, at, at in school history. You know, so that's mad, bro. I mean, shout out to Stanford, bro. You know, what I'm saying Stanford. You know, people know Stanford is like the school to go to for like smart people and stuff like that. Um, you know, you know, smart people go to Stanford, bro. But like, uh, and and you know, they're three. They're saying like a three one against Colorado. Are you kidding me? But hey, man, shout out Stanford, man. They're ballers. On the other note, though, Colorado, man, they're choke masters, bro. I mean, shout out I mean, Prime is a coach. Deion Sanders is a really, he's a really good coach. What he did um, in Jackson State, I think, was amazing. And I think what he's bringing, the, you know, the 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 vibe to Colorado, bringing players such as you know. Travis Hunter and potential um, Heisman winner if he keeps on playing, you know, the way he does and, you know, not throwing as many picks and stuff like that, you know, um, Shadur Sanders, his own son, you know, they're balling out. So, you know, I'm, I'm you know, they're, 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 doing pre- they're doing pretty good. But, you know, I was saying people like ESPN, Bleacher Report, Sports Center, you name it, they were all over this team, man. Everybody was talking about Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Like, oh, my God, it was... It was crazy, and um, they just lost big time, which I think is a is is, is kind of you know it's 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 sort of contradictory to how you know how much hype they're getting, right? They're getting a lot of hype. Everybody's going crazy for Colorado, and then they pull out this sort of perform- performance, like, even though they scored a lot, a lot, but you know they they didn't win. And the best part about this particular game was was the fact that you know they made they made like a little. I don't know if they made it a meme yet, but there's this, uh, this this there's this funny photo of like um uh of uh, Deion Sanders man like in in halftime you can see him sort of like looking kind of really happy you know like oh yeah yeah we got this in the bag bro you know all smiling you know how he is man always smiling teeth out everything and then literally in the end he looks like Bill Belichick you know Darth Vader mode you know when you that that meme of like Bill Belichick just like sta- staring away you know. He looks like that right now, bro. And honestly, you know, on that note, man, it kind of reminds me of those happy to sad memes. There's a guy that's you know that's uh, sad and then also uh, uh, smiling, and then he turns sad. Um, you know, I think this particular Dion Sanders one, I think, is probably gonna rank um, number 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 two. I think I, I, number two. Nah, I don't actually no. Never mind. Not number two. Top five somewhere in the happy to sad memes. I mean, number one's gotta be, in my opinion, Agent Trader. You know, the the meme of him just like smiling away, then you know, and being uh, totally mortified after that. You know, that's 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 my favorite meme of all, uh, of the happy to sad memes. 
Um, but yeah, man, horrible. It was it was it was sad what happened. You know, Shadur Sanders balled out though, by the way. Five TDs and one interception. Sort of sad moment. You know, it's when it, Travis Hunter, their their one of their main guys, comes back and then this this sort of happens. You know, an L is an L anyway. Even if you ball out, Shadur dropping five touchdowns is crazy. But this guy is, he is him. He's legit. You know what I'm saying? We'll see if the guy can win Heisman. I th- I think it won't be him. It'll probably be the boy from USC, Caleb Williams, because they're playing really well. And now the Colorado Buffaloes are four to three, so they're not gonna really make it to the you know. But um, yeah, um, Caleb Williams probably gonna win, so we'll see. But yeah, um, thank you for the meme, Coach Prime. Um, next one. Crazy, crazy, crazy things gonna happen um tonight. I think 7 p.m. UK time. I'm not sure about what time it is in the U.S., but, you know, Dylan Dennis versus Logan Paul, bro. Bam, bro, that gonna be crazy. I mean, I I gotta give it to Dylan Dennis, bro. Dylan Dennis, he is um, the epitome of the GOAT, like, in terms of trolling. Like, if you think, if, if, there's a, if there is the, a definition of a troll, you know, in, in, in any dictionary, it should just be, like, a photo of Dylan Dennis because this guy is amazing at it. What he's done with the whole Nina Agdell thing, and he, honestly, his comebacks. Every time Logan tries to put some sneaky stuff onto him, bro, Dylan Dennis always gets with a crazy comeback. He always does. He always finds a way to flip it around. You know what I'm saying? He did that first in the in the, in the first presser when uh, Logan was trying to pressure him, and he was just taking it and like you know putting it back to him. Like um, Dylan Dennis was talking about, you know how. Uh, uh, what you call that? Um, like he like uh, about uh, Savannah, Mon- Savannah Montana, I think, which was like Dylan Dennis' ex, and he was saying like, you know how she she dropped him and everything, and at le- and and he was like, well, at least I dropped her, you know, and I'm not marrying, you know, I'm saying that's crazy, bro. Like Nina, I, man, I feel I feel bad for Nina, but you know, what I'm saying the game is the game, bro. Dylan Dennis balling out, man, t- saying all this type of stuff, you know, that's crazy, and you know, I, I'm, I'm, that, 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 he's always gonna be a winner. He's always gonna be a winner, in my opinion, in terms of that, right? I think, in my opinion, no matter if he loses or wins, you know, it's still gonna be remembered for, for this, this trolling that he does. He's already taken the dub, in my opinion, you know, and and he keeps on going at. It. I mean. You know, Logan Paul tried to pull up some some really sneaky stuff recently, bro, with the whole Gordon Ryan. Gordon Ryan is like, uh, you know, multi-champion, you know, jujitsu, um, and he has, you know, battled against Dylan Dennis. And you know, uh, Logan Paul said, you know, it, it was his kryptonite. But just so you know, Dylan Dennis and Gordon Ryan they did a little sparring session, and I think they both. It wasn't like a, I, I I'm not sure who won, but I think, but it wasn't as you know, lopsided as people would think. You know, people respect Gordon Ryan, but you know, I, Gordon, you know, Dylan Dennis can hold his own. So you know, Logan Paul trying to bring all these little guys in. He's probably spending bands. You know, these guys aren't coming in for free. He's spending bands on these guys, and you know, they're just getting roasted, bro. Like Gordon Ryan, maybe not, but the guy before that, um, Chris Hansen, I think it was the guy with the you know, Cash a Predator, bro. And like, literally, lo- uh, Dylan Dennis was just talking about how he's losing a bag and that he's, you know, he's, he needs he needs a quick bag from Logan right now. Pulls out his cases, man. He got like he owes a lot x amount of money to, to this sort of thing, to an x amount of money to that sort of thing. Oh my god, I was like, this guy got the best comebacks in the world. Like this, this is proper, bro. You know what I'm saying? And as much as as, as you as you hate, you know, Dylan Dennis for what he's doing, man. I I always respect him because I feel like, um, you know, in the in the sport of like boxing or MMA, you gotta sell it somehow, you know. And he's the only one 
actually selling it. He, he's selling it, and you know people want to watch Liam Dennis. People want to see him win, and there he's bringing traction into this entire show. You know, I mean, like, I know we got other cards. Um, we got Slim Pop. Uh, sorry, Slim. Uh, Salt Poppy versus Slim. By the way, people think that I'm his freaking lookalike. Like I don't even know. I might. I don't even know if I look that much alike like Salt Poppy. I mean, maybe a little bit. You know, is it the hair? Like the mouth? He's bald now, so. I don't know, man, but I went I went out a few days ago, and somebody was like, hey, man, you kind of look like Salt Poppy, and I was like, damn, bro. Okay, I'll take that, you know what I'm saying? Salt Poppy's a, a beast, bro, you know what I'm saying? Anthony Taylor, Salt Poppy, but I'm going to give a few um, predictions, actually, on that. On that no, I'm, I'm going to give a few predictions about who might, you know, take the dub um, in, in, in the following match. Let me just pull out the card, so um, let me just pull out the card right now and see who... Uh, let, let me see who's going to uh, take the uh, the prime card, yeah. So who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna win from the prime card? Let me just see who is fighting. Okay, maybe. Sorry. My, my, okay, all right. So SX versus DTG. Um, okay, I'm gonna just say SX. I know. I, okay, it's, uh, not 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 super familiar with both i know both of them but ss seems like a big bigger guy you know he's got that little he's got he's got that little you know and i was like a guy that makes music so shout out sx bro um okay astrid Webb versus alexi grace astrid Webb takes a dub you know she's she's been here before she knows how to fight a bit you know so we'll give her the w swarms versus ed matthews um probably gonna give it to i'll give it to my boy ed and I mean, you know, Ed got rocked by Blueface, you know, last time. But Swarms and Ed, I think, are about the same level, man. So I'm gonna give it to Ed Matthews, man. Shout out. And Chase Demur versus Tempo Arts, man. We're gonna give it to the boy Tempo Arts, man. You know Tempo Arts. I mean, Chase, Chase is getting a bit better. I mean, you know, you know those first scenes of him like wobbly, wonky, and stuff like that. But I think, you know, Chase, you know, I think Tempo Arts got a better of him, bro. Tempo Arts is big, bro, and he's and he knows how to box, and he's and and he's and, and he looks really good, so. I'm gonna give it to my boy Temple man from the UK. Um, Alex Wasabi and Nick LMAO versus Luis Alcaraz Pineda and B Dave. Um, Pineda and B Dave take it, bro. Um, just that 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 that's what I think. I think you know Pineda, and you got, he, he's he's got that he's got that on his back, bro. And Alex Wasabi, I know, you know we love Alex Wasabi, bro. We love you know the wasabi. We love the wasabis and what they do, man. But you know what I'm saying, uh, Pineda got this dub for me. Um, Winners in Nunes versus my mate Nate. Um, probably Nunes takes it up. All right, and probably the big one, the big fight's coming up. King Kenny versus Anthony Taylor. Yo, um, Anthony Taylor. Anthony Taylor takes his W. I mean, you know, everybody likes Kenny. Kenny, everybody knows Kenny, man. The Beta Squad, man. He's their, he's their main boxer. Bro knows how to box. He's pretty good and he's looking really lean right now. Really good, looking really good. But you know, Anthony Taylor, he is a fighter too. He's a fighter, a real fighter. So you know, um, Anthony Taylor, I think, takes his W, even if he's like suit like five, five, five three, five two. I don't know, man. Probably it's harder than that. I mean, I'm not one of I'm like five six. So you know, what I'm saying you know, I, I can't really speak on that. Dean the Great versus Willie Shark. I'm taking Sharks on this one. Salt Poppy versus Slim. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take. Who do you think I'm taking, bro? My lookalike, my twin, my brother, bro. Salt Poppy, man. 
you know, I'm not gonna say how, you know, because I can't, I'm not really good at all those like round six, round five KO by submission, all those stuff. I don't know, I'm sorry, not by submission, it's boxing, I'm sorry, but like KO, all that. No, I'm not gonna guess on that, but I'm just gonna say, guess who's gonna win? So, Salt Poppy versus Slim, I got Salt Poppy, bro, and then the big one, Logan Paul versus Dylan Dennis, bro. I got Dylan, I got Dylan taking down Logan Paul, and KSI versus, um, I mean, I guess that's what people want, okay, so. Sorry, this Dylan Dan versus Logan Paul. I guess people want Dylan Dennis to win because of everything, and you know, people really hate Logan Paul right now, and everybody is on Dylan Dennis' side. But I don't know, man. We'll see, because a lot of people think that Logan Paul is gonna beat him because Dylan Dennis isn't really much of a boxer. You know, he's a jujitsu fighter, um, but he's got that fighting spirit, man. I think, actually, you know what? I don't know. Let me backtrack on that. Um, he, cause he, it's like, he's, he's there for a bag, we know, he just wants the bag, and you know, Troll only wants the bag, so I don't know how serious he is taking the, you know, the fight, um, but he is looking, you know, good, so, you know, I'll give it to my boy Dylan Dennis, uh, and finally, KSI versus Tommy Fury, Tommy Fury, bro, I don't, I don't even wanna, so many people are saying, like, KSI got the chance, bro, he's got the chance to even beat um, Tommy Fury, uh, Tommy Fury, bro. Tommy Fury, man, destroyed Jake Paul, bro. And you're saying KSI is better than Jake Paul, man? No, bro. Jake Paul is better than KSI in boxing, you know. And you're telling me th that this guy somehow got better, bro. Uh, and and is about to beat Tommy Fury, who who did, you know, box in a professional level as well. Um, no. And Tommy Fury will shut this whole influencer boxing down. You know, metaphorically, it's not gonna be shut down, but it'll it'll tell a story that you know if you know how to box and you're doing it proper, you know, regimen everything and everything, you know, and you've been doing it for a long time, it's always gonna be to the influencer guys trying to you know ball out or whatever, man. Um, and you know, I don't know, man, KSI and Logan Paul, bro, they've been they've been so cringe lately, like, bro, you know, when Prime started out and everything, everybody was like a big fan, like, it was Prime, 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 but you know, then you see. Logan Paul, and then you see how Logan Paul and KSI are moving, bro. They're moving mad. The things that they're saying are so cringy, bro. I'm the nightmare. Like, Speed has this amazing, like, little monologue where he tries to, like, a copy, imitate KSI. And he does it so perfectly. Like, it just shows his ego. Like, a big ego guys, you know, that's got every... That they, they think the whole world revolves around them. And, you know, when they got a humbling moment, when they're getting these humbling moments, you know. Um, I hope they get humbled, bro, because, bro, they talking too much, and KSI talking like he's God. And he said it before, he said he was God. Like, what the hell, man? You can't just be saying that stuff, bro. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 I definitely lost my respect in that way, because, like, bro, you're, you're talking too much, bro. you're yapping too much bro, about yourself. Like, I ain't no way trying to hear that. All right, next next in line. Wemben Yama going crazy, bro. You know, we saw what Wemben Yama can do. And he and you know give, given three quarters, man. I think both scored twenty three points, bro, against the Heat. You know, and I mean it is preseason, so you know we can't really take it. You know, we can't really take it, but but you know by anything in a way. Some people would say that, but check this out. Wemby had twenty three points, four rebounds, four assists, and three blocks in twenty two minutes. Wow, that that is really impressive, bro. Wemby and Yama is. Honestly, he's a baller, bro. Uh, and you know this guy, he's got potential to become, to become big. You know, like he's got potential. You know, people always talk. People, you know, these big guys, bro. They always gonna get hate. They always gonna get hate because, you know, you hate the great. You hate the great, man. You hate the greatest guys out there, bro. 
And you know, when Benyama was getting all the hate for his first uh, showing in Summer League where he didn't really go crazy, then man dropped 27, and now man just dropped 23 points in 22 minutes. Like, this guy is a beast, bro. Um, and you know, I just and you know, let's, uh, let's go to the topic of rookie of the year because you know, if you ask me who's gonna win rookie of the year this season, bro, I think it's, a, I think it's, I think if I had like. If I were to spend that Drake money, that Drake champagne poppy steak money, bro, like 800 bands on somebody to, to win something. Rookie of the year, bro, Wimbanyama. That amount of money, let's say you weren't Drake level, like, you know, like, you you, you have, like, 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 you know what I'm saying, but you got that money, 800K, right? I would put on Wimbanyama all day, all week, man, all month, all year, bro, because this guy is going to be rookie of the year, and God knows what, they, what else he could become. He could become something even better something even crazier bro we don't know this guy's potential it's 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 it's, it's crazy man i'm telling you seven three you know growing seven four even you know shooting threes blocking like crazy and you know there was this crazy clip of him like stealing the ball bro that was crazy man he stole the ball like the ball was so far from him and he stole it you know like this guy is looking like the slenderman out there slenderman but he plays basketball man that's mad bro Jesus Christ, like, you know, we talk about KD being slim, rip, a slim reaper, bro. This guy is Slenderman, you know, and he goes crazy, disappears, goes here, goes there, and it, before you know it, he's going crazy. And I'm going to give it to the Spurs, bro. The Spurs are, you know, looking pretty good for the future, bro. They got that one boy, you know, shout out UK man, Jeremy Sohan, you know, he, he grew he grew up here, you know, he's still got his accent, so shout out to him. You know, um, that, 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 that guy is a really, really good baller, and, you know, he's, he might... He's gonna be one of those pioneers. Like, you know, we, we talk about Twin Towers, right? You know, we talk about David Robinson, we talk about um, Tim Duncan, right? The Twin Towers of the Spurs, man. I got, I got these two being the next Twin Towers, man. We got Jeremy Sohan and Victor Wemba Nyama, bro. I think they're gonna go crazy um, in the next coming years. Um, obviously, we'll see how Spurs develop, bro. But but let's say the Spurs are bad this year, man. If, if, if they get somebody like Ron Holland or Matos Bozelis, bro, it's over. It's wraps, bro, for the um, for the NBA. I think that's what I'm gonna say. Um, but yeah, so rookie of the year. I mean, you know, you got guys like Scoot. You know, Scoot finna play well. He's in a good team. That's the thing about the Spurs, bro. Um, if you were to look at it from a rookie of the year mindset, obviously rookie of the years. You know, when they get a lot of the ball, they're gonna become rookie of the year because they got more chance to score. Um, Scoot's in a good team. And he's uh, surrounded, surrounded with people who can score as well. Whereas Wemby could definitely or certainly become one of the main scoring options already. You know, and so Scoot might not score as many points. But I think he's a really good player. And he's got that, you know, all-star, multiple all-star potential. Um, the way he dunks, the way he, you know, gets the ball. It's, it's looking pretty. It's, it's looking all right, man. And if it's not them, obviously we got the big man. Seven-foot tall tree, bro, from OKC. Chet Holmgren, bro. Um... I don't know. I don't know, man. I think. I think. I think. I think Chet also got a good. You know. If, I mean, behind Shea, um, Shea Gilgeous Alexander, bro. Who's gonna be the next scorer? Like people are saying, what Josh Giddy, um, but I think Josh Giddy is more of a facilitator um, than he is a scorer. You know, getting that those, those little you know, ten, ten, ten type stat lines. You know, that's all he needs, bro, because that's who he is, right? He's just all around the place and he's a great facilitator. Whereas in terms of scoring, you know, we got guys like Shea. Um, who balled out in uh in in the World Cup as well? You know, I was able to watch that, and actually, I was able to watch him play in uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. That's where I'm from, by the way. I'm Indonesian. 
Um, yeah, so I got to watch him play in the FIBA World Cup, man, and bro, that was amazing watching him play. It was like poetry. The way he just, you know, goes on a post, you know, takes a quick fade, and then, you know, comes back, runs again, takes a three, goes in, like, it's effortless. I mean, that guy plays well, but anyways, I'm getting off track. So, um, Chet's probably going to become their second scoring option. And if Shea's already dropping, like, 30 a game, like, he's, they've got space for, um, you know, Chet to score a decent amount at least to make him, you know, uh, first team our rookie for sure. But rookie of the year, bro, bro got to go through Wemby. Bro got to go through Wemby and Yama. All right. And last topic for the for, for this uh, new session, man, uh, for this uh, t- uh, tap-in merchant session, man. The Chiefs. We're going to talk about the Chiefs, man, and we're going to talk about their win against Denver Broncos, man. The Chiefs won... 19 and 8 against the Denver Broncos. What a boring ass game that happened yesterday. Um, if you're a big fan of American football, the, you know, I, it, it was pretty boring, bro. Uh, the quarterback of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, had one touchdown and one interception. And um, Russell Wilson, who was the quarterback of, um, uh, of the Denver Broncos, got one touchdown and two interceptions. So it wasn't really the funnest game to watch. Um, but, you know, the interesting thing about, but I think this is a, an interesting game. It's um, the battle of the superstar um, girlfriends, right? Superstar wives or whatever, you know. Um, we got Travis Kelsey on one end, who's dating the biggest superstar pop star um, right now, female pop star right now, um, Taylor Swift. Um, I think if y'all don't know who. Taylor Swift is, you know, y'all been living under a rock, man. This guy's been dating Taylor Swift, and she goes to all of his games, and he's been balling out, man. Shout out to him, bro. He got a nine receptions and 124 yards. So, um, in football, um, I'll make it easy for you. I think anything above 70 yards or 60 yards is a pretty good number. So, this guy got 124, so that's pretty good. Um, nine, recep- nine receptions, and that's most in the team, at least the team, because he got the ball most of the time. And, yeah, so... I don't know if it's if it, I don't know, man. But they, like people always have this curse about like when they when they're talking about you know celebrity, like we think about the Kardashian curse, man. But I think Taylor Swift might be the exact opposite, bro. I mean, Taylor, I mean Travis Kelsey has been balling out. He's been playing out of his mind recently. And if y'all have him on and on fantasy, man, get out of here, bro. Like people like uh people like me who don't have him as a tight end option, man. I'm running. I got. I'm doing two leagues right now. I got, I'm running Evan Engram. And on the other league, I'm running Dallas Goddard, who's just who just balled out. Uh, to be fair, uh, Dallas Goddard went crazy last week, but before that, he was doing like bad, bro. And Travis Kelsey, man, back from injury, boom, 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 always doing good. So yeah, I hate that. Um, but anyways, from the other side, we got Russell Wilson, and, uh, who's uh, the husband of Sierra. If you know Sierra, she's like the really, really famous pop star. If you don't know who she is, man. I mean, I, 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 you know, she's the one that made um, songs like One Two Step with uh, Missy Elliott and um, Like a Boy. So, yeah, those, she's she's known for that, for those songs. But, you know, ba- basically Mahomes is like the golden child of the, of, the, uh, of the NFL. You know, he's untouchable. No one can really do anything to him. Um, and he, I think he gets away a lot because he is going to win. I mean, quarter, uh, quarterbacks are being protected in the NFL. But you know, Mahomes, man, he's people love Mahomes too much. They love him too much, bro. And um, right now, Mahomes, right, right now, um, 
and and man, he's always touted to become the MVP. But just so you know, fun fact: um, from these two stats, who is who? So let's uh, so Patrick Mahomes. So so Patrick Mahomes is MVP caliber player, and Russell Wilson was that guy. Was him. But now he ain't really him because, you know, of a few things, you know, and he changed team and stuff like that, so he's not really all that. One's got more touchdowns and interceptions than the other, and his name is not Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson got 12 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, and Patrick Mahomes has 11 touchdowns and 5 interceptions. So you tell me, right? Obviously, you know, stats mean a lot in the NFL, right? Um, But then again, it goes back to, you know, the receiving core, right? Like, um, we got guys like Sky Moore, you know, leading sort of the Chiefs, you know. Uh, like, I do feel like in terms of wide receivers, you know, so I do feel for Mahomes. But he also, he also ain't playing the best. And, uh, you know, on the other hand, um, but they are 5-1. and one, And that's mainly because of the def- defense, man. Def- in terms of defensive point per game, Chiefs are second in the league. So, you know, their defense is balling out, bro. I should have probably drafted them, but I drafted um, the 49ers instead anyways um, and on the other hand uh, Russell Wilson bro um, he got more um, but, but he also got sh- uh, crappy wide receivers I mean Jerry Jerry Judy you know did pretty well for a few games and sort of died down and he played horrible man I mean against the Chiefs so you know he's not working with like superstar caliber wide receivers either you know and I guess he's doing in terms of salary he's doing a bit better than uh, Mahomes obviously not the best right but he's one in five, so you know. I guess we'll see what happens, man. But you know, there's gonna be more games coming out uh, today, uh, tomorrow, Sunday for um, NFL. So you know, we'll see how the how how it unfolds. But you know, we gotta talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, obviously, because you know that that's all that's going on right now. Ta- all the Swifties are going crazy, and I recommend all the Swifties to go to TikTok. Trust me, in TikTok, you will learn about football, like, in 30 minutes, you'll know a lot about it already. Um, and, you know, um, yeah, so, if you're a Swifty, man, go TikTok. TikTok is the best place to learn this stuff, because every, because there are guys dedicated to making literal slides and presentations for Swifties to understand football better. Hey, but hey, if there's more football fans, man, who's complaining, man? Everybody loves football, I love football, so if everybody loves football, then I'm happy, right? All right. Okay, so we're moving on to the doghouse now, man. Let's go. This is the dogfight. A place where Hugo Man gives his opinions about the internet's most heated topic. Okay. So, on this episode, uh, on this episode for the doghouse, we're going to be debating a few interesting topics, right? Um they may not be, some of them may not be sports related, but you know we'll keep it we'll we'll keep it in the line, right? We'll keep it in the line. On the first topic, we got thoughts on the new Drake album, and the top three from that album. I liked it, bro. You can call me crazy, you can call me nuts, you can call me psycho, but I liked that album, bro. That album was really, really, really good. Um. Okay, really, really, really good. Made it seem like fu- like freaking um, graduation. Sorry, um, it was good. You know, it wasn't the best Drake album in my opinion. The best Drake album is always gonna be if you're reading this is too late. 
But I think Drake really showed his versatility, which you know he's always been versatile, and I think he he got a few, he got a lot of bangers there. You know, people complaining like people always. I feel like people always want the old Drake, but it was Drake himself that said that you gotta be you know. I, I, but you know you gotta be younger, bro. You gotta be younger. Like it, it's hard because he, his music isn't as relatable as it used to be because now he's bigger than everybody else. And to stay that big, what you gotta do? You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta be with the younger audience. You gotta, you know, prove that you, you know, you can be one of them, and put out the content and the stuff that they like, man. And honestly, this new stuff, it, 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 it as as cringy as like true rap listeners would say it is. He's so zesty. His lyrics are zesty. Blah 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 blah. But trust me, bro. In a month or two, people will be saying a gabagel, a lightsaber. Like even though it makes no sense, he's gonna be singing that stuff, bro. Trust me, trust me, bro. Because that's who Drake is, man. Drake is the trendsetter. People will li- listen to this stuff no matter what. And this album, you know, he hasn't pulled out that that old Drake. I I, I feel in a minute, bro. But 8 a.m. in Charlotte, damn, they gave some old Drake vibes, and he went crazy on that album, uh, on that song. Polar opposites. They gave a bit of old Drake vibes, you know. And of course, there's a new, there's a new stuff like Rage stuff, you know, I, 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 IDJF featuring Yeet, or um, you know, the other one, um, uh, Daylight, you know, featuring Adonis. Who, by the way, what what's bro finna do? Painting? I mean, not looking the best, and rapping, bro. Uh, I mean. Actually no, it might be the, it's the other way around. This guy finna be dangerous, bro. He got his he got his painting as an album cover for one of the biggest albums right now, and he got a verse on a Drake song. And people are saying that he carried that stuff that, that 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 song, bro. So you know, I agree. Yeah, Adonis is dangerous, man. This guy finna be oh, he finna go nuts, man. He finna win all sorts of awards. Painting, he gonna win painting awards. He gonna win rap awards, man. We'll see. I don't know, man. And he's light-skinned to have French, so... It's gonna be dangerous, you know. We'll see. But anyways... Was good. I'll give it a 7, you know. I think it wasn't as good as a lot of people expected it to be, but there were a lot of hits within the album. Um, And in terms of top 3, man, I'm gonna give my top 3 right now for the album, bro. Um... In no in 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 order. So from I'm gonna give it from three to number one. Number three, bro. I think daylight deserves a top three recognition. Why? Because the song was hard. Like you listen to the album and you get you know all these melodic like mellow vibes and then all of a sudden boom you know Drake Drake goes crazy with daylight. Like a lot of people didn't expect daylight to hit and then boom hits bro. He went crazy. Uh, a few corny bars, but the song was. The song was really hard hitting, you know, and that's 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 the we're looking for. All, we're always looking for those songs, you know. When 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 I feel like when rappers drop, we're always looking for that one song that gets you like energetic and going, you know. So definitely, it was like um, it it was it, that's why it wasn't my top three. I think that was really good. Number two was tried our best. Anthony Fantano claimed that tried our best is a top ten Drake song for him, and honestly, bro, I might have to agree with him. That song was so. So so good, man. Tried our best. Drake was going crazy on that song, man. And you know, yeah, he still had a, his a few, you know, a few songs that um, a few lines that might seem interesting, but 
bro, it was really good. And you know, Tide. By the way, if you didn't know, Tide Offhand was in this song as well. Um, I think it was really good. Um, sounded really well. I mean, the songs heard is out with them saying, you know, I swear that little face that I meet you, I wanna go without you. You know, the little vibe, the little flow. That was perfect. That really got me hitting. And I agree, man. Shout out Fantano for saying that. I know, I know they hate. It. I know they probably hate each other, bro. Fantano always gives Drake crappy ratings, and Drake went against. Uh, it was like this him like a year ago or something. But Fantano gave his flowers, and I'm gonna give mine as well. Good job, Drake. And number one for me, Virginia Beach, bro. Most underlooked Drake song because everybody's like it's, it's the first Drake song the first song on the album so you know a lot of people you know when you listen to an, a Drake album it's like bomb to end so you know you listen to the first song it's over move on to the next one move on to the next one move on to the next one but you give it listen again and you're always gonna hear that amazing instrumental crazy instrumental and you know just Drake just going nuts and that song is just really nice mellow vibes like you know, when you're driving um, late night. I mean, some of you might not be. I mean, we're in London, London bro. Nobody really drives here. Um, if you're on a tube ride late night or if you're on a bus ride, nobody going back home from school, maybe on a rainy day or something. I don't know. Put on the, put on the music. Play some Virginia Beach, man. You're going to have a good time. Trust me. You're going to listen to. So you're gonna listen to a, it's going to be an experience, bro. And I felt that way when I first listened to it and when I listened to it the second time and the third and the fourth and the fifth. Go to freaking song bro so that's what i think about um, uh, drake about the new drake album man shout out for all the dogs and shout out to all my dogs as well next one another non um uh related you know not not you know related um topic um was about top boy man um if you didn't know um, I'm a humongous Top Boy fan. Like I love Top Boy, and honestly, one of the reasons why I was so interested in coming to the UK in the first place was also because of Top Boy. Um, like it just really brought me in, and I, you know, I sort of developed. I even learned to say the words that they were saying. You know, like of yeah, there was a few things that were sus. You know, this I feel like the third season didn't do Top Boy justice. You know, some of the lines were corny as hell, man. You know, like. Uh, you ate to squeeze on a man like squeeze on a man like what are you talking about bro like that's weird as hell what are you talking about and like uh, oh my god that's like it wasn't that wasn't the only part bro um and like jack you know jack standing in front of the you know uh in support of uh you know doing this in support of uh, kieran that was really funny as well and the funniest thing for me was dishane's heart attack where the hell did it go bro was suffering from a heart attack Literally, uh, in the first few episodes, he was suffering. He was like holding his heart, like, oh, like, like you could see the pain that he was having. And throughout the to to the end of the of the of the um, of the season, he just just never appeared again. We never saw his heart attack again. Uh, and bro was running. He was looking like Elliot Kipchoge out there, bro. Never stopping, man. He was running like crazy, just running all the time, and. Bro, he didn't have a heart attack, not even one bit. How did he die? He got shot. But the heart, completely fine. Okay, weird-ass season, bro. If uh, if you're interested in watching, you know, something like that could be an example of, like, you know, the power or the snowfall of the UK, 
um, go watch Top Boy because it gives a little insight on like that life, you know, that ghetto and the dark. Um, sorry, not ghetto, but like the hood and the, you know the, that that li- that lifestyle that isn't you know like Central London city life, good life, right? The tube here and there. No, we're talking about you know the snowfall uh, version of um of of the UK. I think it's a good introduction. Start by watching Top Boy Summer House because that's what started out started out. And that's what got Drake hooked into it and became the executive producer, splashed money into the new season, and you know introduced all these new guys in. But the last season was kind of rushed. Um, but anyways, the topic that I want to talk about was who killed Sully. I can proudly confirm, not oh okay, not proud, but I can confirm that the person who killed Sully was Jack. Yes, sir. People were saying Ronell. People were saying um, Kieran's mom, but I just got uh, an interesting. Um, I just got an interest. I got an interesting word from a close member of the. Well, not clo- well, yeah, close member of the Top Boy family. You know, aka you know, the people. I I was eating in Number One Cafe, which is the cafe that Sully eats in, and I got the information there, and it was confirmed that Jack was the one that actually killed Sully. Um, the puffer already looked like Jack, bro. I don't know how people got Kieran's mom looking all dripped up in a puffer like that. Or, you know, Ronell. Ronell was in the trailer, but bro was nowhere to be seen, and he didn't come out. Jack. Jack killed Sully. He, she got the perfect reason as to why she she should kill Sully. You know, give, live, live that good life, you know, away from him. Away from him. Um, and she's been through a lot, man. So, you know, we got to give it We gotta give it to, um, to uh, we got to give it to Jack. Um perfect reason we saw you know it looked like a big man but that's just a puffer bro she wears big puffers bro so um yeah so it was jack that's who killed sully all right moving on um we're gonna talk about um the potential um awards for the nba and i'm gonna uh, and i'm gonna talk about um the most likely word. So, who's most likely gonna do this and that in the, uh, like in terms of the awards, right, in the new season? So we're gonna talk about, um, so rookie of the year. We've already, we've already established it's most likely gonna be Wembenyama, um, defensive player of the year. pull out some interesting I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ba- I'm gonna go against or like see, give my opinions um, based on who ESPN um, thinks is gonna be right okay so they think it's gonna be Nikola Jokic for MVP I agree 150% is gonna be Nikola Jokic bro spent the entire summer not even touching a basketball. Bro was riding horses, but was partying every night. His hands were nowhere near a basketball, bro. And we never saw any clips of that. Maybe he was, but we never saw any clips of that, bro. Goes into the N- goes into the NBA game, you know, takes the ball takes the ball up rolling, you know, to half court, picks it up, dribbles it a few times, boom, scores a three. Straight on ahead, bro. This guy is a menace. He's a menace, bro. NBA is his 925. NBA is his 925. Bro does not care. You know, he goes home like, bro, what time does the what time does this game end? Like literally on the bench. Like, he's the type of person to do that because he got to go home, take care of his horses, his family. He got a kid as well, stuff, stuff like that. So, you know, 
Um, yeah, so you know, I so yeah, so definitely gonna be MVP. The road that gotta even try. Um, okay, we've already confirmed who's gonna win that. And the defensive player of the year, um, we got JJJ taking, um, possibly, um, you know, defensive player of the year. Um, and in my house, and I think he's got an inter- interesting position. So, because, because. Last year they got Dylan Brooks, who was also like a defensive powerhouse. So you know they got two defensive powerhouses uh, in Jaron Jackson Jr. and um, Dylan Brooks. I know you all probably hate you all. Pro- you all hate Dylan Brooks. Me, I love DB, bro. Shout out DB, man. Everybody hates DB, but bro's living up to that most hated role. And I and I and I appreciate people that don't back off from that. You know, a lot of people just end up breaking 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 down. Ben um, Simmons, but if. But, you know, Dylan Brooks, man, stayed to it. He bought out in the World Cup. I saw him play. He was good. He was really good. And he he won player of the game in their final match. So, somebody like that. He got ejected in their preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole, you know, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know about all that. But I always respect Dylan Brooks because he plays his heart out, bro. He talks a lot, but that's his game. He talks a lot, but that's his game. What's the difference between him and Dylan Dennis? Dylan Dennis talks a lot of crap and nobody, and, 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 and nobody... Nobody hates 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 for him. I know it's against Logan Paul. Everybody hates Logan Paul. And, you know Dylan Brooks talk crap about LeBron and stuff like that, or you know, and everybody loves LeBron. But bro, he don't back down from a fight. People like that, I really do give my respect to. You know what I'm saying? So shout out uh, DB. But anyways, JJJ got a good point. Being Memphis Grizzlies, um, I think it's gonna become Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo is getting a bit of a scoring rela- rela- you know getting you know a bit of a relaxed scoring so he's not scoring he doesn't have to score as much as you know he's got D-Lil with him um, I don't think anybody calls him that sorry Damian Lillard with him um, and yeah I think he's got a good chance to become um, defensive player of the year because if Dame misses a bucket which he doesn't do a lot but when he does or when he's having one of those bad games you know ball comes down who's gonna be there ready to block we got you know or Chris uh, misses a three we got Giannis Antetokounmpo Defensive Player of the Year. He could go MVP as well if he plays out of his mind and you know beats the guy who's who won a horse who who rides horses, bro. Yes, I got Giannis for Defensive Player of the Year. Six Man of the Year. People saying CP. People saying CP out here, bro. CP got twenty six point nine percent of first place votes. He got a lot of votes for good reason. CP gonna win. CP gonna win. Um. Six man of the year because he's playing in Golden State Warriors. They already got, you know, guys guys on the first, and he's got to come in and play. And I think you know CP can still ball out, bro. But nah, I think I think I'm gonna give the resurgence, bro. I'm gonna give the resurgence of Russell Westbrook as six man of the year. Russ gotta get that award. Trust me, he gonna get that. He plays behind. He's played behind. He plays in the Clips. Bro, my definitely bro, bro, gonna get that chance to play alongside you know some good players and with the whole Kawhi and PG you know being out, uh, they they can't play X amount of games because you know you know they they have to play X amount of games to get an award, you know they be sweating those two they be sweating man um so or they gotta start they gotta be together in the you know in the same time they be sweating bro so I don't know man Russell Westbrook LA LA are always decent you know this is a regular season award and they're always they're always seemingly okay in the regular season so we're gonna give it to R- Russell Westbrook bro shout out my boy Russ most improved player um I think it's a I, I, th- I think I think Kate Cunningham yeah I think you know a lot of people agree ESPN agrees agrees as well Kate Cunningham gonna be 
um, gonna be the um, number one guy um, in terms of most improved player because he didn't play too well last time. I mean, it, it wasn't that he didn't play too well, but you know, he's got a chance to come back after what happened right with him. Um, so yeah, Kate Cunningham, I think, is a no-brainer. Um, but a sneaky one. Uh, sneaky include Anthony Simons, you know, playing behind Scoot. You know, bro's really good. I really pre, I really do give him. Uh, you know, he's he's a really good NBA player. So Anthony Simons, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky potential player. And yeah, um, other than for for player awards, I'm gonna give it to those ones. So yeah, we'll see if I get it right, man. I gave a few predictions. Hopefully, there I'm right. If I'm wrong, man, I'm gonna look like. Um, who was that guy that said that Haaland was gonna be horrible? Um, yeah, I forgot who it was. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the last topic I'm gonna talk about, talk about today is rela- relevant to um, the poster for my uh, show. So as you can see, I put a, I put I put different players in in my poster. Um, I got different players. Let me just pull it out. So I got I from the football side. I got Haaland. I got Travis Kelsey. And then from the um, basketball side, I got, um, I got K, I got Katie, and from the baseball, I got Shohei Ohtani. Um, now you're probably wondering why I got these guys, because probably you know they're like the best players, like sort of one of one of the best players in the league. Yeah, that's one reason. So a lot of people know it, but it's actually because all they do is score. This is what ball totally dies about, man. It's about fun. It's about scoring. It's about you know the reason why we watch. Like everybody talks about defense wins championships. Obviously, defense is important. Defense is super important. I'm not putting down defense in any way, but offense is what gets us going, bro. It's what gets us going crazy in any sport, man. When Shohei hits a home run, when you know when uh, KD scores bucket in any way he likes, uh, when Travis Kelsey scores a TD in front of his uh, superstar girlfriend. But I'm gonna talk about one guy, Haaland, bro. Everybody hates on Haaland, bro. They calling him Tappenland, all that type of stuff. Like, bro, he's still the top scorer of the Premier League. He still got eight goals, bro. In two game weeks, if nobody does that well, bro, he could still be on top. Do you know how? Do you know how crazy that is? And people are calling you know Tap In Merchant, blah 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 blah. Which is why I also called the first segment of my show Tap In Merchant, bro, because. I'm giving you. St- they, they said the same thing about Fabrizio Romano, calling him Tapin Merchant because you know he gets his news from el- from elsewhere and just spreads it out to the world. It does not matter, bro. Result is results. Holland has nine goals. Holland helps help City win. He might not perform in big games. Now he can't. Uh, now he, now now he hasn't scored goals in a while. And now he's a. Uh, and now he's uh, he's an L, right? He's he's bad. You know they're giving uh, they're giving Julian Alvarez, which is completely fine because Julian Alvarez honestly is a top five player in the world right now. Um, hands down, Julian Alvarez is the top five player in the world right now. Um, but other than that, Haaland, bro, he does what he does. His job to score. He might not score all the time, but he will score, and it does help. And when you give him that dangerous position, he can score a hat trick on you. So y- people are hitting him this much, bro. Wait till you see, man. Next game week, bro, Haaland gonna score two goals. I'm calling it now, bro. I am calling it now. Haaland gonna score two goals, bro. This guy is a monster, bro. Do not mess with Erling Haaland, bro. You know. And I hated how people ha- hate on him so much because he's just a tap-in merchant. Like, what do you expect, like, him to do? He's not Thierry Henry. He's not Julian Alvarez. They have different play styles. And you hate on a guy because he's got a certain play style and he doesn't sometimes score. He doesn't score and he's still top of the, uh, uh, top of the, 
leaderboards in terms of scoring. And what happens if he does score? He's gonna be even more in the like, like, like a uh, leading all of the leagues in scoring, in, in the Premier League in scoring. It doesn't change, you know. If Haaland doesn't perform for Man City, if Haaland doesn't perform, they got Julian Alvarez to cover for him. And if he does perform, City are definitely gonna destroy the other team. What can you say, man? They're dangerous. City are dangerous, and I don't like how all this ha- Erling Haaland disrespect is coming, bro. Honestly, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't appreciate it at all. Man is a baller. He's gonna win the ball on the world this season. You know it, and. Uh, let's be honest, probably next season too. If he picks up his form, which he definitely will, he will start scoring goals, man. Erling Haaland will, trust me on that. And I think it's a good time to end on that note. Um, so um, thank you guys for watching my uh, podcast. Um, you know, this, guy, this is my, my first one out, so if it was a bit funky, you know, apologies for that. But, you know, I always try to put out the best uh, content out there, man. Um, we got this shit. We got this uh, podcast on video. We got this podcast on Spotify. Mix out everything. Um, shout out Casey Radio for letting me giving this opportunity to become a podcast host. And I only got more good stuff for you guys coming soon. So just um, be patient, you know. And we're gonna have a good time with Ball Till We Die with Hugo Man. I'll see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening to Ball Till We Die with Hugo Man. We hope you enjoyed it and see you again next week. Man, she dumb. She don't think.